Hello everybody and happy Thursday for those that are watching live. Thank you for tuning in. Another very special guest in the studio today. We're going to talk all about how you achieve your events industry goals this year and possibly beyond. Um, uh, so yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for watching on demand. Uh, if you are watching, please place a question, comment in the chat. Uh, and hopefully we'll get to those. As always, just want to thank my community patrons who support this platform and podcast. So the TF Connect, Tarsus Group 19 and Terrapin. And you can head to danassor.com for all of my shows. So without further ado, I'm going to bring in my very special guest, Juliet Tripp. How are you doing, Juliet? Hello, I'm great. Thanks, Dan. Thank you for having me. Very excited to be here. Thank you for joining. So we were just talking while well, I was, I mentioned it. You've got two signs behind you, actually. One saying, make it happen. And the answer, other saying, work hard and... Be nice to people. Yeah, be nice to people. It's really all you've got to do. <laughs> so that again. It's really all you've got to do. That's work it. hard, be nice. Then the we world's end, better. We can end the chat now. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thanks for being here. <laughs> That, that's that's the advice you're giving. So listen, Juliet, we're going to get into some, um, we're going to talk about things like goals and personal branding, possibly event strategy, and how that doves in, dovetails into the two. Um, for those that aren't aware, and I'm sure they're few and far between, it'd be great just to sort of introduce yourself, a bit about your background and sort of how you got to where you are today. In, in 60 seconds. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let's go. Um, I'd love to. Well, thank you so much. Um, so my name is Juliet and I have worked in and around the events industry for yep. about 11 years now. Fell into it as many of us did. I've sure. worked in lots of different roles, scaled my career through venue side, through corporate side, international conferences, agency side, have held some senior leadership roles over the last couple of years whilst scaling my side hustle, my coaching business and speaking. And then in December, I made the decision to take the leap and go full-time entrepreneur, full-time CEO um, at my business. So I am fully all in on supporting events industry leaders and business owners through coaching to achieve more get more income, more impact, more influence in the events industry by unlocking their potential, their mindset, personal brand, all of that jazz. And I absolutely love it. I genuinely love what I do. And I'm yeah, happy to be able to share it with this industry. So there you go. You had your own goals and now you're working out how, how you're going to achieve them. So um, I'll ask you some questions about how you did it yourself. So yeah, I did post up before Michael really likes your uh, the mantra behind you work hard and be nice to people love that hello laura thank you for joining um so yeah well i'd like to give shout outs as the millennials call them back in the day that used to happen when you used to phone up the radio and have a shout <laughs> so uh, if anyone is watching listening even if you just want to say hello let us know who you are uh, and where you are from because i'm sure we got some people listening also in the states and you've just come back from a retreats i think you said in texas is that right tell us yeah, about that, tell that sort of thing. then we're going to get into the other yeah yeah i mean us is like my second home i spend a lot of time there but yeah i've been all like hey y'all like wearing my cowboy boots building a business doing yeah. all of that stuff um which is yeah a lot of fun very expansive really great way to set the year so it's really really set me up for 2023 cool and hello mark eddie mark's uh fan of the show always seems to tune into these shows so thank you mark for giving up your time hello alona who is a work colleague of mine over at clear path analysis so thank you alona for supporting this podcast today so right 
The title for this um, e this episode, if you like, is Achieving Your Events Industry Goals in 2023. So I'm just going to unpick that title and I'll start off with the word goals. Uh, always good to have a definition. So give us an overview of what you think a goal is and goal setting. What's it all about? That sort of thing. Yeah. So in, in my kind of view, goal setting is bringing about meaningful change in your life, in your career, in your business by understanding where you want to be and then making a plan to get there and becoming that person who can get you there through the mindset, through everything. So it's really understanding what you want to call in in every area of your life and then working towards it. That's that's how I see goal setting. How does that land for you? Does that, that sound up? Well, actually, I did a bit of research to it occasionally before I came on, on air. And I, I don't know who this chap is. So you might resonate with this, but it's a researcher called Edwin Locke. Mm. And he defines sort of five stages of goals, clarity, challenge, commitment, feedback and complexity. I don't know if any of those sort of resonate with you, I guess, sort of clarity, sort of understanding exactly what you want to achieve and maybe when. So yeah, hundred percent. Because you need to have clarity before you start action. So this is the first. This is the first thing. And actually, a lot of things that I do with my clients and people that I work with is diving deep on actually where they want to be and that big vision and getting super sure. super clear on not just what that vision is. Like maybe it's starting your own events business. Maybe it's moving countries or you know buying your dream home. But it's understanding actually how that's going to make you feel and what it's going to unlock for you in your life, so that you can really like crystal clear kind of picture it and have that because otherwise you are just going to be going in all directions like you need to have a roadmap to get you to your goals we can talk about that later with like action yeah. taking but you need to know where you're going otherwise you're just going to be going in circles yeah and I guess um I'm thinking about this a lot actually when you get to a certain age what your goal should be <laughs> and how are you going to get there and I guess it that inextricably, inextricably links with your personal life your business goals right I guess, mm, yeah. you know, if you want to do something new, whether it's getting even just getting into a new industry, a new job or you know, setting up a new business or developing your business, you need, I guess, your your personal goals to be aligned, don't you? Yeah, you, well, you just said it. So the word is alignment. Yeah. And this is where there can often be a disconnect. And this is why I love coaching with events industry people, leaders, because we're so focused on our careers and so many of us are so like tied closely it's like when you introduce yourself to someone you're like hey sure. I'm an event prof I've worked in the events industry that's what I do it's events 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 that we forget that there's this whole other world and if you are so solely focused on where you're headed with your events life business career events that you're running but yet you are out of um, out of alignment in your personal life. Maybe you are, you know, hoping to find a dream partner or your fitness routine is out of whack or yeah. you're not getting enough sleep. Then you are not going to be able to perform towards the goals in your career. Like they have to suit each other. And this is why I don't really believe in work life balance. I don't think it, it exists. Okay. I think it's more of like a flow. And actually, there are seasons in our lives where we need to be hustling more and focusing more on work. And then there are seasons where we need to be focusing more on the personal stuff. And it's more of having that blend and that alignment when you are really clear on your goals and the bigger picture of where you want your career to take you. But ultimately, where that's going to take your personal life, your family or your friends, sure. then that's that's when it clicks. And that's the sweet spot. I actually managed to get to the gym this morning. <laughs> so well done. Which, which was good. Um, Jane Whitaker says hi all. 
I didn't know okay. if that was a hail, as in like what you did with with your Texas accent. But um, my terrible maybe, American accent. <laughs> maybe it was a bit of both. Um, and I guess goal set. It's not. I think we should understand. It's, it's not a straight line, right? In terms of I want to get there. This is how I'm going to do it. Uh, obviously, it's it's not going to be seamless in terms of how we get there. Um, and lots of people. I mean, we're now in February. Thank God. It seems like January's been the longest month ever. Um, lots of people set their goals, rightly or wrongly. Be good to get your your view on this um, at the beginning or the start of a new year. And then you sort of read stats, I'm not going to quote them, but, you know, whether it's giving up smoking, going to the gym, setting up a new business, looking for a new job. If you're a business owner, I've always thought I wanted to launch this new product, but never got to do it. I'll do it maybe in January. And then normally a week or two weeks into the year, old habits, which do die hard, cliche, tend to come back in and you, and you procrastinate and don't do it. Um What's your view and sort of when you should set goals? And is it is it an ongoing process? Well, what do you tell your, your clients and people that you speak to? Do you know what? Like, I'm so passionate about this. Am I allowed to swear on this? So just just to be clear, when I go, depends. swear I'm like, um, anyway, we have been conditioned as a society yeah. to set New Year's resolutions in January sure. to wait till Monday. How many times have you said diet starts till on Monday? I'll start that business in the new quarter. I'll wait till the new year. And when we do that, we are literally procrastinating on the dreams that we have, on the visions, on growth. And, you know, I think January is an incredibly powerful time. I think I love the start of a new month or new week and all of that. That's great. But if you're solely relying on, I'll wait till that that point, you're never going to fully back yourself behind your goals. And this is why so many people... Um, have kind of seen goals in a really negative way because we're conditioned to have them as part of, you know, our performance review at work or you have to set your SMART goals and you have to do it this way, New Year's resolutions. So if you wait till January or if you set New Year's resolutions, I don't believe they set you up for success. They work for some people, but what is, but scientifically, with your subconscious mind, they are not going to set you up for success. And, and this is because they focus on the process and they focus of the on the doing. So it's like, if you set a New Year's resolution to be better with money this year, like that's not tangible. It's like a process. Yeah. So your mind, your subconscious is just focused on, I'm going to be better. So it's like a to-do list thing. It's just like constantly hamster wheel. However, if you say, um, I have because I set my goals in the present tense, I have, you know, 100k in the bank, you know, I have 5k in savings or whatever, mm. that is tangible. And you are bringing it into the here and now so that your subconscious like recognizes that it's possible for you. So yeah, like any day can be day one. So, you know, I encourage everyone to set your goals today, like February is as good a time as November, as Friday, sure, as Monday. I really like that every every day. Well, what did you just say? Every day you can set your goal every day or worse than that. Some, effect, I, no, I, I dropped the phrase and then forget Yeah, them. but that's really, that's really interesting because it's easy to think I failed, right? Mm. So you set a goal, right? However short, small, whatever big, you don't achieve it or you think you don't achieve it. And then you sort of just go back into sort of old mindsets and don't start mm. again. But as I said before, it's, it's, an, it's an ongoing, it has to be an ongoing process, right? And so if you fall off the horse, it's not the end of the world and you need to need to carry on. 
yeah so in, in terms of sorry go on Karen no I was just gonna say like goals don't need to be like super super strict you can obviously make sure that they're clear and they're they're obvious in terms of like you want to get to this amount but I really don't like smart goal setting processes or you know sort of really constrictive formulas where you're like okay I need to hit certainly with revenue goals and stuff I need to hit say it's 20k in your business in a month because then if you don't hit 20k then you're going to think that that your failure and then but the next month could have been your highest month yet so I always encourage people to set goals which are like and more so say you've got an events business and you're looking to get you know a certain amount of RFPs in could it be 10 or more rather than 10 could it be I want to have my biggest month yet that might not happen this month but you know it can happen if you set the goal that I'm going to become a millionaire you know I'm a millionaire whatever however you want to set sure. it it's inevitable for you it can happen but just release the timeline like yeah get rid of that release the timeline that's a, that's another good quote i like that um so event professionals are by definition busy because mm. we're always working on events it's, it's like you know especially if you've got a portfolio of events always a treadmill the next event to plan it's it's never sort of finished if you like um so by definition i got a little free time do you think as an industry we struggle to to set goals i guess and and, and think about what we want to achieve and how do we sort of overcome that? Maybe mm. compared to other industries, you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, again, it's the identity piece. So we are conditioned as an industry. We see all these stats. It's the fifth most high pressured, stressful industry in the world, rightly or wrongly. Um, you know, we are always, again, conditioned to say, I'm so busy. So if I were to say to any event professional who's listening right now, how's your week? I bet you nine out of 10 of them would be like, oh, it's so busy. Like I've got a lot yeah. on. So I can't you know and then they think well I can't even think about goal setting or personal goals because how on earth am I going to have enough time and it's a conditioning piece we are conditioned as an industry to be busy to wear busy as a badge of honor otherwise we're failing so I'm not going to do that whole like you've got the same 24 hours a day as Beyonce um thing <laughs> but there is there is kind of truth in in the fact that we do all have the same amount of time and we just get to choose how we use time again time isn't linear we can manipulate it to work for us um, and this is why Beyonce has a million and one hours because of course she's manipulated it with an entourage that do everything for her yeah. but my point here is that we get to choose how we we use our time and for me over the last few years it was important for me to build my side hustle to a point that it could be my full-time business so I was willing to put the hours in to get up at times that my industry peers didn't to work weekends if I needed to and and do that to get to me to where I am today and now I've got a lot more freedom if that ever exists in my business because I've laid those foundations and I was sort of manipulating time in that way so it's just it's up to you and if if you want to set goals if it matters to you you will find a way to back it with the energy with the mindset um, and, and just start showing up in a way that you you're taking these goals seriously but they need to matter for you in the first place yeah and I think also there's a tendency to, to especially in a work environment to let other things get in the way of what you want to achieve whether it's that hour that day you know we might wake up and go right I'm going to do these five things today and then we get a bundle of emails from people who feel the need and necessity yeah. to respond instantly. Um, you know, I don't know. I do sometimes, you know, I feel like I'm doing something, someone pops in and then I, 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 I sort of, I'm off track. How do you go about, you know, speaking to your, the people that you work with to not necessarily be single focus because you can't know everything around us, but, you know, maybe work smarter or because I guess the way you organize your life and your day is also part of this. 
Yeah. So it's, again, working smarter, not harder. Like that is the key. That's the sweet spot. And that's the goal for, you know, a lot of um, my coaching clients are C-suite level. They're either running their own events business or they are high up in someone else's. And so they don't have a lot of time. So it's about how can we make your time work for you? So it's being really laser focused. And what we do is we work out what their goals are and we actually work out, this is the bit that a lot of people don't teach you and they don't tell you. It's the energetics. So another quote for you you have to be the person um, that does the things that has the results that you desire so if you are setting a goal and your goal is to run a marathon like are your actions a direct reflection of future you who can run that marathon? Like, are you doing those things already? Are you showing up in that way? So we work on that energetics and, and energetically backing yourself that your goals are inevitable for you no matter what. And then we make sure that we hack your diary, your productivity, your calendar, your habits. So we're, we're moving away from anything that's sabotaging your success, whether that's scrolling on Instagram or snoozing your alarm. Or And by the way, I don't promote hustle culture I'm not asking people to work 20 hours a day I actually want you to work less because I want you to work in your zone of genius on the things that are moving the needle so that's the ultimate goal get you in your zone of genius delegate other stuff move away from hustle prevent burnout and actually that way you're in the sweet spot you can work towards your goals and does it matter what type of I guess you work with all different types of people so you've got you know naturally outgoing people um whether male or female um and or you've got more shy retiring um do you see that but are these sort of strategies consistent and it's not dependent on the type of personality or do you adapt the strategies based on who they are Oh my God, we adapt everything. So it's completely bespoke. In terms of what's going to work for you, Dan, isn't going to work for me or the next person. So it's really understanding. I think what the common thread is with the work that I do is that it suits event professionals. You know, I know this industry inside out, back to front, and I know the the struggles that we face. I've I've, felt those pressures myself. I've been on the front line. So I'm able to to see, okay, so you're going to have a certain amount of jet lag or how are we going to tweak things in event week so that we strip it back and we just have like a few things to work towards rather than a million and one. Um, But yeah, everything has to work with you and you have to believe that you're worthy of your goals. And it doesn't matter if you are the most confident person in the room or the shyest person in the room, like as long as you back yourself, you can get there. Sure. And talking about backing yourself. So that sort Mm. of comes to our next topic about personal branding. Yeah. So of which, you know, I guess we're doing a bit of that now. We're going live on LinkedIn. So we're we're sort of showing up and putting ourselves out there. Um, Again, start with a definition. Um, What do we mean by personal brand? What does that mean to you? Mm. And what do you... One of my yeah, one of my favorite ways to look at personal branding, and this is um, a quote. I can't remember who it's by. It's by a big author, and it's that personal branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. So you know, when you walk out of the room at the networking event, what are people saying about you, and how have you built that up? Because your personal brand, to me, is how you show up. It's your ethos. It's how you're leading yourself in integrity. It's how you're leading your community in integrity, and the mission and vision that you have and how you put that out there to the world both online and offline there's got to be that that you know mix of both and yeah it's, it's how you show up and how others see how you show up so i've got down here just made a note purpose perception identity values and brand experience Love so that. you know and I, I guess it also is important to be intentional you know i read a lot and listen to a lot of podcasts about things being intentional 
So not just doing it because you feel that's what other people want to hear, but actually, mm. you know, it's all, I guess, authentic as well, right? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And, yeah. There's so many different ways to build a personal brand and there's no cookie cutter approach. And this is, again, why everything needs to be bespoke, because for you, um, you know, you've got this incredible show and presence with your personal brand. Now, for some people, they would never want to do this and this wouldn't feel aligned. But maybe for them, their personal brand is writing, getting their mission out that way. Or for others, it might be showing up at networking events. For others, it might be doing stuff on Instagram and it's it's got to feel good for you and how and that's how you get the authenticity like there's so many cookie cutter like this is how you create your personal brand and like quite frankly it's a load of bullshit because it needs to be authentic to you and you need to be able to lean into how you show up and that's why I'm never going to teach you just to build a personal brand I'm going to help you to build a magnetic personal brand so it's really alignment in alignment and stuff will then come to you in terms of opportunities I think you could say bullshit without getting the stream cut off. We'll Thank find you. out. <laughs> so that's that's like the entry level, Dan. I don't know if we've got, like, got, got, got across LinkedIn good. guidelines, but uh, we'll, we'll see if one disappears. Am I the guest that gets the Dan Arthur show kicked <laughs> off? Like, it gets taken down. Well, you know, the, the, you know, it's always the first time for everything. I've been doing it for two years. Maybe it's enough. Um, I should say again, if you are listening, we've got quite a few people, and you um, want to say hello, or you actually got a question, uh, for Juliet, then please let us know. Um, so yeah, personal brand, I guess it sort of dovetails and again, it's linked with goal setting. Mm. So I'm sort of assuming that, you know, okay, you've defined your goals, you're, you know, you're an event professional, you defined your goals and then, you know, establishing your brand is one of the ways of achieving that. But what do we mean like things like on social media? Do we, you know, how, when you're talking to event professionals, what are the sort of things, I guess, tactical things that are actually you're encouraging them to do on a daily basis? So I want to encourage the event profs in my world to become event fluencers. So to get their event fluencer status, to become okay. known as a thought leader for what they believe in in the industry. Um, it's not about just creating a personal brand. It's about creating a legacy now, um, which is why, again, personal branding could be one thing, but it's actually going going further. Like what's the we have the best industry in the world. We have the best opportunities to create these moments and long lasting impressions. But what do you want your legacy in the industry to be? So we think about that and then we work out about how you can be showing up as an authority in your niche area within the events industry um, in a way that feels aligned to you, feels tied in with your business goals, with your personal goals, and then helping you to build that magnetic personal brand so that you are having the speaking opportunities come to you or the, the dream clients for your business coming to you. Um, I, I love doing that. And it literally, like I see people that I work with or myself as a magnet and I'm like how can we get magnetized to, so that it's just one easy way of achieving our goals yeah and I think obviously with all the different social media platforms out there mm -hmm. it has been easier than ever I yeah. just to start it's probably harder than ever because of all the noise to cut through mm -hmm. but actually to make a start you know I started this and know what I was doing yeah. um possibly still don't and um you know but you know, the, the the tech allows us to do that there's so many opportunities to do that I guess people are probably, again, depends what type of character you are. Some people don't mind putting themselves out there and being, you know, potentially not shot down, but open to comment, whether that's positive mm -hmm. or negative. Um, how do you encourage people to where, if someone's listening, where would you suggest they start if they want to mm -hmm. sort of establish themselves as an authority in their sector? 
uh, where they could be in, they could be working in cybersecurity events or, or yeah. healthcare or whatever. Uh, they want to get into that. Um, how? Where do they? Where would you? Where would you suggest they start? Mm, I think it's looking at like how can you make a difference and how can you add value to your community so for me my personal brand is all about personal development in the events industry so I want to be able to empower people to realize their potential that then feeds into my content it feeds into how I show up um, I'm super intentional strategic about the kind of networking events I go to the industry events I don't say yes to everything I say yes to the stuff that I can show up with full energy and you know be able to support people so understand you know what that difference that you want to make on the sector is what do you want to be known for um if people are struggling to think of like a niche or a personal brand area a, a great way to think about it is if i was to hand you a microphone and you had to walk out on stage with no fear in front of 10,000 people and talk for 15 minutes on a topic what is that topic you're going to talk about what could you talk about without stopping without notes because that's going to be what you're passionate about and it might be venues it might be your venue it might be incentives it might be sustainability in events there's you know 101 things um but what feels aligned to you because a personal brand shouldn't be all about like scripting stuff and like no, yeah, you know yeah. it should come naturally and it's it's not about selling either right we all see things on social media from people that we've got no relationship with they're trying to sell something to you and it's like a yep. post about this is what i can do for you uh yeah they have, they have they're trying to shortcut the process they haven't made the effort to establish mm. authenticity in your life you know and as you say show up and so you can actually trust in what they're saying because they believe in it you've got no to have that no like and trust shortcut to this, is there? yeah trust no. exactly yeah and like that's it and i think you know sales is a is a funny one and it's seen in so many ways as a dirty word and this is something that i've had to work through a lot because i am a business you know i am a coach i sell coaching because i need you know that that is my business so i don't coach people for free because that is my business so I need to sell however I've done all the work behind the scenes in building my credibility my authority my community and I think like it shouldn't be about selling I think someone's already sold if they're in your world and they're coming sure. in and saying like how can we take this to the next level whether it's working on an event with you hiring you whatever you do at all in the industry like all of the content all the personal branding behind the scenes should be that conversion so that when they're coming to you like that they're already sold because you do have that no like and trust factor and they know that they're magnetized towards you they believe in your energy and your mission and what you have to do and and having a strong personal brand and having goals can 100 percent get you there so you don't need to be convincing people so yeah okay so i can see it now you've got you've got your goals you, you're trying to work out what you're trying to achieve then you discuss how you're going to achieve them um with regards to your sort of personal brand that could be like things like as you said speaking at an event uh the social media strategy um at, but at least having your own personal flavor um what what other things could people do so we already spoke about sort of the social platform speaking at events mm. um what other ways can people establish themselves in an industry or a sector within an industry what, what else yeah. what sort of other things can they do I'd say definitely getting yourself a seat at the table of people who are further along and who are achieving things that you desire to achieve is really powerful. So that might be networking. Um, it might be asking to um, join or uh, 
part of certain conversations. It yeah. can be, um, you know, learning from from industry peers who are further along. You know, there's that whole quote, you are the combination of the five people you spend the most time around. And that really matters. So it's looking at your community. Are they adding value or are they draining you? Um, if you're smart, if you are the smartest person in the room, get a new room, like move into a new one because you can expand, you can grow even more. So that's something that we can do. We have an incredible opportunity in our industry because there are lots of rooms to enter there's lots of conversations to be had so I'd say always push yourself always ask like you know what's the one percent that I could do more and then you know the intentionality around are you do you have the congruence like are you backing yourself um like where we can do all of this stuff and this is lovely but when the cameras stop rolling am I actually in integrity am I doing the things towards getting me closer to my goals or do I just switch off and it doesn't matter anymore because no one's watching because it's sure. the stuff when no one's watching that will get you further than the other stuff and do you is it sort of ongoing um sort of measurement for no better word of how these things are working out how do you sort of define mm. that being contrived but how do you how do you sort of define the benchmark of success how it's working you know, how do you work with people is it like monthly or you know how does you come up with a yeah. structure it's interesting because like it, like success is different to everyone and we can get to like an end point where we've achieved something and then a lot of us in the events industry can be like like disheartened and you're like now what like I've achieved my goal and it doesn't it's not the big shiny object that I thought so then you get disheartened and you stop yourself from setting your next goal or working towards something else or pushing your ambition further so it's got to be a constant process and this is why I'm a big fan of like breaking your goals down and having weekly actions weekly intentions but not getting caught up in have I done you know two percent today have I done this much over a week or a month and is it exactly the same like yeah. get rid of all the all of that because that's what gets you caught up and that's what will set you up to fail it's more like bringing it in so it's a holistic thing are you thinking about your goals daily are you just at least allowing them time in your head space having that mindset to like think hmm this is important to me like if I wanted to get closer to that goal today how would I act how would I show up today how would I move? How would I interact? So it's it's ongoing. And then then you see your progress. Again, like celebrating your wins is a great one as well. So have people around you, whether that's um, a network, team members, a coach or mentor who can help you celebrate and you've got a safe space to be like, oh my God, I did this this week and it feels yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's important um, because we're, we're running around whatever industry you're in <laughs> and it's easy to, I guess, just focus on things that don't always go right and just forget about the stuff that actually, you know, you've done well and that you succeeded against. Um, just got a final few minutes. Just want to touch on a, a event strategy and sort of setting mm -hmm. goals. Um, you've sort of written before, knowing your why when it comes to planning an event is arguably the most important starting point mm -hmm. uh, with a wider event strategy. Um, talk to me about event strategy yeah. and sort of goal setting. In a few minutes, Dan. Wow, loaded question. Um, so yeah, I mean, every, every I stand by that point. I probably always will. But uh, you know, events have to have a why. They have to have a mission, especially in 2023. Like events have to be purpose driven. We are seeing cuts. They have to. They have to make a difference. They have to have ROI. And the way to do this is really understanding. Like, is there a need for me to put on this event? My business to put on an event. Who am I serving? How am I serving them? And when you can start to build this out as part of your wider um, strategy and make sure that your event strategy suits the wider business.
business goals, the business strategy, where you're headed, then it's going to give you a lot of direction. It's going to give you that roadmap. So you're not just again, going around in circles, like you're moving towards that goal. It's having the plan. It's doing all of those things that are going to drive you closer. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's all about, it's all about the why. Um, it's all about understanding your audience, understanding the purpose, understanding how you want people to feel at the end of your event, the action that you want them to take and how you can then reverse engineer the event to get them there. And that's, that's the strategy. Yeah, because and naturally, Mark agrees with you. Why is always the key to unlocking the real value? Yes, Mark. That's a good Mark mantra for for life as well. Because I guess it is, you know, becoming not harder, but it's just generally, you know, people are more discerning about where they go to, where they spend their time, and possibly money as well, right? So, because they've got their own why. Why am I going to this? So you've got to yeah. try and you know align yourselves with their own values. Yeah, yeah. Our events have to stand out. Like a, a big thing, like a trend that's kind of coming through a lot this year is fewer, bigger, better. Like companies are investing in fewer events, but they're bigger and they're better than before. And and also as consumers, um, when you're choosing to attend events, like there's a ton of events that I've always been to, like industry events and stuff. And I'm just not doing that this year because I, it just needs to be different sure. for me. It needs to have a purpose. It needs to hit a different goal or, you know, strike a different chord. So we are being pickier and events have to stand out absolutely so listen Juliet, we're out of time thank you for um giving us yeah. your your time in your busy day to talk to us about how we can achieve our events industry goals this year um if people want to reach you tell us about all the exciting things that they can work with you on all your different sure. initiatives yeah i mean i would love to support you if you feel like you've got goals you've got places you want to go in the industry if you want to create more of an impact if you want to be a thought leader if you want to be that influencer status in the industry um then we can absolutely work together to do that so i work with events industry leaders and business owners in one-to-one -one coaching and mentorship i have mastermind programs i have master classes um i hang out on instagram a lot i'm juliet trip events on instagram or here on linkedin obviously um you can just have a look at the link in my bio to see all the things that are going on in my world or my website's juliettripevents.com there's loads of info in there as well and yeah I just I'm super passionate about just helping people realize their potential and and go after it in this industry so would love to continue the conversation if you're feeling inspired Ooh, thank you listen thank you so much thanks everyone that was watching if you are on demand or you've got a burning question that comes to you afterwards just pop it in the comments and I'm sure yeah. Juliet will come back to you. So I'm just going to pop you back into the green room. Thank you for your time, Juliet. Cheers. So that was Juliet Tripp, uh, the events coach. Do make sure that you check out all the channels that she just mentioned. Uh, this has been a special live episode of the Dan Assor Show. Um, please check my LinkedIn profile for all the other events and shows that I've got coming up. And so all that remains is for me to wish you a good afternoon. Mm -hmm.